0: Talk, talk
1: to me. WSRadio.com.
0: Welcome
2: back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
3: Yeah, Marsha Collier in the house. I'm so glad we're at 877 474 3302 if you want to call in. And I have a guest, and I am so excited. Well, mainly because he's an award-winning author and journalist, and he's a Windows geek just like me. I love talking to people who think like me. Oops. (laughs) Ed Bott is with me, and he got my attention when he did a blog post on a major fail. With McAfee, a lot of you use McAfee for your antivirus definitions. Now, this major fail affected their corporate customers, which perhaps worse than the little guy, although the little guys usually get the sh- short shrift, um, screwed up massive amounts of systems all over the country, rendered them almost unusable. Now, Ed, I've been able to restore a... Windows from a DOS prompt using the restore point, which is pretty tricky. What did these people do to solve their problems?
1: Well, uh, Marcia, it was, uh, I think there was an 11 step process that people had to go through. <laughs> and the thing that the, the nightmare for corporate IT people is that uh, they might have 000, five hundred thousand, five thousand 5,000 PCs within an organization or even just within one part of an organization, and each one of those PCs had to be put back online manually. Somebody had to go with a a CD or a speak key around to each of those PCs, um, boot it from the removable media, uh, apply a patch to it, and uh, and go through a process that took, I'm told, uh, about 20 to 30 minutes each. Uh, If you figure the You're kidding.
3: You're kidding. That long? I am
1: not... Uh, i am not i'm not kidding uh that is uh, i i'd imagine that by the time they got to um the you know fifth or eighth or tenth one uh, they they might have been able to to get it down to uh, as little as t- you know ten or fifteen minutes but you know just just sitting there and waiting for some of these systems these are these were all systems running windows x p service pack three it's a, uh it, it's more than likely that many of them were three, four, five-year-old hardware, um, and the kind that you know takes its own sweet time to boot up anyway. And so, if you have to go through multiple boot-up steps just to repair the, uh, the, the the damage, then you know each boot-up is going to take you two or three minutes. Um, so it was it was just a big mess.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I even hate restarting any of my computers. It just, you know, oh my gosh, I wait until the memory's about to just totally fail. Now, okay, I'll restart. You know, I, I hibernate at night for the same reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, you and me both, absolutely. Uh, so, so yeah, so this was, you yeah, know, this is a this is a breakdown in um, in quality control, um, is what what um, McAfee said, and it, and it's actually, uh, you know, I have talked to some people who have a lot of experience in the security software industry, and they've never seen anything like it. False positives, which is what what happened here, a brief explanation of what happened. Um, The systems downloaded their antivirus definitions. The definition detected on systems running Windows XP with Service Pack 3 that the system had a virus. That was a false positive. It didn't have a virus. Mm. Um, But... So the system then rebooted, and what it did was to delete what it thought was, or quarantine, what it thought was the infected file. Well, the infected file turned out to be one called servicehost.exe.
3: Which, which is important.
1: Which is important. <laughs> it, it, it basically runs uh, 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 virtually everything uh, outside of the kernel of, of Windows, anything to do with networking, anything to do with security, anything to do with um, third-party programs is, is, uh, is typically run through service hosts. So, you know, it basically just bricked the uh, the, the system. And, uh, you know, the, so other companies have had... For
3: those of you who don't desktop. know what bricked the system means, that means turns it into a brick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, if, if you had a brick and one of these PCs side-by-side on the desk, they would be... You couldn't tell useful. the difference, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't tell the difference. Uh, so uh, other companies have done... Uh, have had false positives before, but uh, uh, nobody that I talked to could ever remember uh, something as as um, dramatic and catastrophic as this.
3: Yeah, I mean, th- this is really serious. And since you are the expert, why, I mean, you've been talking about antivirus software since back to 2004, right? Right. right. <laughs> and I think we've all been fighting this since before 2004. So right. what do you recommend for the home user? I mean, I have to tell you, I overdo because I find that one software doesn't find something. The other one does. You know, there's Microsoft uh, One Live or Live One, which is a subscription system. That,
1: that, um, that, that no longer exists. That was actually Windows Live One Care. Right. Um, but, that no, but that no longer exists. It's been replaced by a, uh, a free program program. Called Microsoft Security Essentials.
3: So they claim my subscription is going to expire in June. Um, I assume they're not going to charge me for another one.
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, in, in fact, you could switch over to Microsoft Security Essentials now. Windows Live OneCare has been um, uh, what are they? You know, it's, it, it, it has reached it's, its end of life. They're no longer doing development.
3: On okay. It
1: they They're no longer doing development on it and and uh, and so what they've done is that they're, you know it doesn't have the backup they're no longer doing the backup functions and and uh, and such, and it's been replaced with a very simple, very lightweight but very effective program called Microsoft Security Essentials, which is free for home users and home-based businesses. It uses the same Microsoft anti-malware engine that Microsoft's corporate product called Forefront Security. Uses. Um, it's a it's a world class program. It's great. It has a very very tiny impact on performance, and uh, you know for for most people, for most home users and home based businesses, um, I highly recommend it.
3: So, what would you recommend that the user, if they're using a Live One Care, do they download the Security Essentials and then un? install one care or how would they proceed
1: you should probably do it um you should probably do it the other way around uh you you, you always want anytime you switch antivirus right. programs or security programs the first thing you want to do is uninstall uh, the the old one uh, before you uh, install the new one uh, having two antivirus programs on the same pc at the same time is a bad idea uh, they they often get in each other's way. They they both are trying to work at a very low level in the system, and um, and and when one sees the other, it will often think, "Wait a minute, this this program is trying to do things at a very low level. I'm the only one who's allowed to do that."
3: Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so I wanted... will tell you that I because I saw the end life of of OneCare, I downloaded a vast which seems to be a very good program, and I'm testing it out right now. But OneCare stepped aside for Avast, which I thought was interesting.
1: That is interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't tried those. I, I have tried Avast in the past, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and it works, uh, it works well. Uh, I know people who, uh, who swear by it. There's a, uh, there's a free program called AVG that some people like. Um, I'm ambivalent. Uh, about that yeah, one yeah
3: I haven't been real happy with avG so what you're saying is if you're on a Windows system Microsoft security uh, essentials is pretty much corporate based uh, premium antivirus now how does it do on trojans
1: uh, it's you know the uh, the latest results that I've seen from virus total which mm-hmm. is the the company that does sort of the authoritative tests of these things uh, has uh, gave it very high marks in the in the highest group. Um, so, you know, it, the, the you know to go back to the original question that you asked about multiple programs and, and such. Right. The the thing that I recommend in my books for Windows users is something called defense in depth. Um, and that's you can't rely on one single thing to protect you from all of the bad guys that are out there. Uh, you need education. You need to have the security settings on your system run properly. If if, you, if you're at if you have a PC at home that you and your kids use, your kids should have standard user accounts, and you should be the only administrator. Right. And the kid should not have the administrator's password. That's a basic you know basic security function. One. Good, solid antivirus program, and I think, um, you know, and the McAfee programs are actually fine, and the uh, Norton Semantic programs are, are fine as, as well. You know, if you're happy with them, great. Use them. Use one of them. And then, you know, an occasional scan with a program like uh, SpyBot or you know, one of those that uh, is designed to look for, uh, you know, spyware type thing, mm-hmm. that's fine as well. Um, but all, And then education, really, I think is probably the single most important part of that defense in-depth strategy, which is knowing where threats come from and knowing how to avoid them.
3: Well, why don't you tell us a couple of ways we can avoid them and where they come from?
1: Sure. One, uh, one place that threats come from is uh, email. Even if an email appears to be, from someone you know, and it might be sent from a system that's been infected with a virus, or it might have been sent by somebody uh, who is simply using the uh, the name and email address of someone who you know. So, if you get an email that has a link in it, the link seems even the slightest bit suspicious. Don't click it.
3: Yeah, you know. I mean, in, I don't even say suspicious. I never click a li- click a link from my emails. And in my books, I advise people: if you get something from your bank, if you get something for PayPal, just go to the site. If there's a problem with your account, they're going to tell you the minute that you log on. So go to a web browser independently and type in the URL. I
1: Typing in the URL is a good thing, uh, looking. Whenever you have a secure connection. Modern browsers, Internet Explorer 8, Firefox, Google Chrome, uh, all now indicate uh, uh, for, for banks and uh, financial institutions that have uh, actual secure connections, that have varied security certificates on their websites, they view uh, an extra layer of information in the address bar itself, usually a green a token, that, that tells you that you're on a secure site, and and so if you if you were to click a link from a bank, uh, that is supposedly from a bank, and it's taking you to a uh, a site, and you don't see absolute positive indicator you're on a secure site, up don't don't enter uh, any information. Yeah, I've and noticed you know, like that.
3: You, yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah, go ahead.
1: So, so you know, one of the other things to do is uh, legitimate websites will not ask you uh, to enter your uh, password except when you're at a a familiar logon screen that you know. And if, as you recommend, and I agree, you've you've typed in the address and you've gotten to the logon screen yourself, uh, that's great. But if somebody, you know, says, well... You know, uh, your account's been compromised. We need you to uh, go to this page and enter in your personal details. I mean, that should be not just a red flag, but a hundred red flags.
3: Ed, Uh, we're going to go to a quick break, and our producer is going to reconnect you for sound. Um when we come back, I'd love for you to, I'll tell everybody where they can find you, but I'd love for you to give us some more tips because these Trojans that are online are crazy. This is Marcia Collier on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
2: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. At OnlineLabels.com, they're giving away 10 free sheets of shipping labels to eBay users with a feedback of 25 or more. With this exclusive offer, you can choose from one of five popular shipping label sizes that are compatible with eBay, PayPal, and U.S. postal shipping systems. So if you're tired of taping postage to your boxes, visit onlinelabels.com slash radio and claim your 10 sheets of shipping labels for free. Not only does OnlineLabels.com have shipping labels, they have over 140 popular label configurations available in 30 different label materials. Whether you're looking for address labels, CD labels, circle labels, or even the hard-to-find waterproof labels, they've got them. As a bonus, when you place an order with OnlineLabels.com, you'll get a free activation code for their exclusive online label software, Maestro Label Designer. Find the perfect label for your business at OnlineLabels.com, where buying and printing labels Is as easy as click, print, stick.
4: Hi, Jack Warren here, host of the Shutterbug Magazine radio show on the WS Radio Network. You know, I hear people say they feel chained to their office desk. They spend hours stuck in traffic just to get to their office computers. They stay late, they go in on the weekends just to keep up. You know, technology is supposed to make your life easier, not more complicated. Now, I have a proven solution where you work from anywhere. In any computer with GoToMyPC. Whether it's a Mac or a PC, you can access your computer, use any program, work on any file, check your email, access network resources with GoToMyPC. GoToMyPC lets you take your office with you wherever you go. WS Radio listeners can try GoToMyPC for free for the next 30 days. For this special offer, you must visit GoToMyPC.com slash talk. That's go to mypc.com slash talk for a free trial.
2: We have Rusty Roof on the phone today. He is the author of the book Talent Force, a book we talk a lot about here on Headhunter Radio, and director of a very cool company called HireView.
1: Thanks, Cece. Hey, you know, we know the traditional hiring process wastes time and money before you see candidates clearly. Did you say C? Yep, see, like face-to-face, but without the cost and travel overhead. I'm talking about trying HireVue, the world's leading online video interviewing solution. You create your interview questions, then invite candidates to respond online using just a webcam. Recruiters and hiring managers, on your own time, use HireVue to review candidates to make the hiring decision.
2: This sounds pretty cool. Is anybody doing it?
1: Ever heard of Google and Oracle? They know what a difference HireVue can make.
2: All right, tell me some more.
1: For a demo, go to www.hirevue.com.
2: Give us the tagline, Rusty, in your best radio voice.
1: HireVue, bringing candidates into focus.
2: Not bad for a talent guy. Now back to Headhunter Radio.
0: Before there were computer games and HDTV, cram courses and teaching to the test, there was this thing called imagination. A tool so powerful it could transport kids on the most amazing journeys of their lives. From outer space to center field at Yankee Stadium. It is for these journeys that Destination Imagination was created. An extraordinary after-school program in creativity and teamwork for every child. At Destination Imagination, teams are formed and challenges are met with a whole lot of imagination. And while we can't guarantee it'll get your kid into Harvard or onto American Idol, we're pretty sure that Destination Imagination will be the most important journey they make this year. Maybe any year. Parents, teachers, start a Destination Imagination team by calling 888 321 1503 or visit DestinationImagination.org. That's DestinationImagination.org.
5: Business owners, save up to 25% on your credit card processing fees now with no contract. This is Chris Merch, founder of WS Radio. Since we have dozens of shows to help you start and grow your business, I want to give you a quick business tip. You can easily save money on your credit card processing fees with no contract. I want to introduce you to Renee. She saved WS Radio over 25% in credit card processing fees. Over the years, we've processed hundreds of thousands of dollars in credit cards, and it's saved us thousands in fees. It only takes five minutes of your time to see if she can help. She'll give you the good news either way. She'll either save you money each month or let you know you have a good processor. Plus, she doesn't require a contract. Go month to month to see for yourself. Log on to CutCreditCardCost.com. That's CutCreditCardCost.com. It's your money. Why not keep more of it?
2: Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and
1: learn.
0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com.
2: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
3: Marsha Collier here, no Mark Cohen, but I'm here with Ed Bott and I am also a huge fan Ed is fantastic, and I'm just going to, in our short time to go, let Ed talk and give us his brilliant advice on how to protect your computer. But in the meanwhile, I just want to let you know you can find Ed at edbot.com. Great blogs. He's also at zdnet.com slash bot, and follow him on Twitter. My goodness, he's brilliant, at edbot. So, Ed...
1: (laughs) Oh, now you're now that I've, me, you're you're really making me blush here, but thank you for all those kind words
3: <laughs> well it, it's it's so great to talk to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about so rare in this expert world <laughs> 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 so Ed, give us a little more advice. I want to protect my computer let let me know what we need to do here
1: well, you know a, a lot of people think that protection uh, means uh, adding stuff to your PC. You know, it, it's, uh, it means, uh, you know, extra locks and uh, extra armed guards, uh, you know, the equivalent <laughs> of, of those things that you'd have on your house. I actually think the, uh, the the most effective security mechanism, the absolute number one thing that I recommend to people is backup, uh, an image-based backup of your PC, uh, something that you do, uh, at, you know, every every week it only takes about 10 minutes even if you have a lot of stuff is the is the single best security tool you have because you know if you get as as you were saying some of these pieces of malware out there trojans and uh, and such are are nasty and they insinuate themselves into your system and they're almost impossible to remove and even if you do it the the trouble is that you're never quite sure whether you got every last little piece of it Yeah, but if you do
3: an image backup, Ed, and and as you say, perhaps you haven't gotten every little piece of a Trojan. Won't you be backing up the Trojan?
1: Well, the thing is, you need to have uh, you need to be aware of when the infection happened, and you need to have a backup that is earlier than that, so that you can so that you can restore that. So the first thing to do is, you know, your system is working right now. Take an image backup of it and set it aside somewhere. You can put it, you can do it on DVDs, you can do it on an external hard drive, on a, uh, you know, many USB flash drives these days are big enough to hold uh, an, an image-based backup. And so that's your fallback. You don't need to reinstall Windows. You can just restore that image. And then, you know, and then you, and then you, if you have a backup procedure that has your data files saved, you can get your data files back and put them on there. But that's the the single best weapon that you've got in fighting potential security issues is having a great backup because then you always have the option to just blow away the bad guys and start over with a known good clean system i think the second thing that i recommend strongly to people is never reuse a password on a site that matters to you Uh (laughs) uh-oh your bank absolutely your bank uh, a place like uh, uh, Amazon or, or something that where you've stored your credit card information, a, um, uh, you know, your, your brokerage, uh, any place that has valuable information on it, you want to use a unique password, one that you can remember and someone else can't guess. <laughs> and so the trouble with reusing passwords is that if uh, if, if somebody manages to steal your password for one of those places, what's the first thing they're going to do? They're yeah, going to yep, right.
3: try it everywhere else. They're uh, going to try
1: it everywhere else. And if you're reusing your passwords, um, you know, if, if somebody steals one, they're into everything. Uh, now, there are, there are a couple of programs out there that can help you uh, create strong passwords and, uh, and make them unique. The one that I recommend is called LastPass. Excellent. at lastpass.com. It's free. It hooks right into your browser. And, it, uh, and, and the bonus that it has is that it besides generating uh, impossible-to-guess passwords uh, and then entering them automatically for you, is even if you were to be attacked by what's called a keylogger, something that can watch your keystrokes and send them to a bad guy, because you're using this program to enter your username and password when you go to a website, the keylogger doesn't get the information.
3: Ed, I didn't want to cut you off because you're absolutely brilliant, and thank you for that tip. I'm going to spend the rest of the afternoon changing my passwords. I hope you'll come back on. And I'd have be delighted to. Thank you. Thank you. So that's another wrap on Computer and Technology Radio. Oh, what a great guest. Thank you for joining us. This is Marsha Collier on Computer and Technology Radio. You've been listening radio. to Computer and
2: Technology Radio with your host, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.
4: Hi, Jack Warren here, host of the Shutterbug Magazine radio show on the WS Radio Network. You know, I hear people say they feel chained to their office desk they spend hours stuck in traffic just to get to their office computers. They stay late. They go in on the weekends just to keep up. You know, technology is supposed to make your life easier, not more complicated. Now, I have a proven solution where you work from anywhere, in any computer, with GoToMyPC. Whether it's a Mac or a PC, you can access your computer, use any program, work on any file, check your email, access network resources with PC. Go to My PC lets you take your office with you wherever you go. WS Radio listeners can try Go to My PC for free for the next 30 days. For this special offer, you must visit go to talk. That's go to talk for a free trial.
2: Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn.